Hi, guys. I want to welcome everybody to another episode of Black Baby Moms BBM. I'm your girl, your host, Margie. And um, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody that's listening, tuning in, subscribing, and still streaming. I know it's um, not always consistent, but bear with me. This is life. I've definitely talked about this before, but you know, um, thank y'all for always tuning in. And, you know, short and sweet, very intimate episode. And um, I just want to go ahead and jump right into a few things. I won't keep y'all very long. But um, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you all about and maybe get some feedback. So if you're listening, you're tuning in, um, drop in the comments, message me and let me know. Um, I was talking with my coworkers and with everything that has gone on in 2022 with, um, you know, the shooting in Texas with the, the kids, just a terrible situation. I hate to start off negative, but it made me think, like, what can I do to, you know, make sure my daughter's safe is to the best of my ability and also know where she's at? And my coworker brought it up, a tracker bracelet. And just for a second, <laughs> it reminded me of like, okay the leash thing. Have you guys ever seen like a leash, you know, certain things with kids on the playground or on the park? If you've ever witnessed like a parent having their kid like on a leash, kind of similar to like a pet. And I'll just say like in the black community, the black world, I won't say everybody, but majority of black people do not use stuff like that. Um, like my circle, for example, my, none of my family, none of my friends, or even like extensions of that in the black community, we don't use like leashes. And so when she said tracker bracelet, I kind of thought it's in the same category, but I started really like thinking about it more. And I was just kind of like, it's not a bad idea. You know, it's not a terrible idea. And what it sounds like is basically it's this, um, it's kind of like an Apple watch, and if you are able to connect it or kind of like add a line to your your plan, if you have like, um, you know, Verizon, T-Mobile, AT&T, I don't even know if Sprint still exists, but your plan basically you can add a line to have a tracker bracelet for your kid. And she was saying like, you know, she got one for her kid and she knows where she's at at all times. It's basically connected to your phone. So as the parent, you can kind of see where your kid is at at all times and it just gives you the location. And I just was like, that's not a terrible idea. That's actually a really good idea. Um, you know, I've discussed this before where I have a dual schedule with her dad and majority of the time she's with me. But even when she's with me, I would like to know where she's at, like literally. So that, for example, the shooting that happened, you can kind of know where are they at in the school zone or in the building at that time or whatever the case may be. I'm praying that that never happens. However, it's just an extra step for safety that I think is not a terrible idea. And so if you are somebody who already has a tracker bracelet for your kids, kid, or you're thinking about it, um, I want to hear, I want to know some, I want to get some feedback. Like, How's it going? Do you actually, does it work? Are you able to, you know, literally track, see on your phone, see what they're doing, that kind of thing. Um, just because if I can just minimize as many like risk as possible, that's just what I'm going to try and do. And even when she's with her dad or other side of the family, 
um, maybe giving him the access to know where she's at or see all that. You know, I'm just thinking that's not a bad idea. Uh, Gigi's going into first grade and she's getting a little bit older. And <laughs> I know when I was younger, not first grade age, but, you know, elementary school age, middle school, whatever, I, I wasn't necessarily like sneaky, but there was just some things that I tried to, you know, do. I want to introduce this to G or to my child as early on to let her know, like, one, I'm not one of those moms that is like, I'm a cool mom. I don't care. what. No, I'm, I'm not. I don't know if I'm any of that. I'm just a mom. And I want to know where my child is at. I want to know that she's safe. I want to see if I have to on my phone, if she's not with me, like, is she okay? Um, and, you know, giving her father access to that too if need be, what's the harm? I just wanted to, you know, see if this will work, see how I feel about all of that. So again, if you're somebody who is contemplating that or you already have a tracker bracelet or a tracker something, if your kid is older, actually I've seen this, um, maybe some older kids, maybe like middle school age, have a cell phone, G's too young to have a cell phone, but you may have your phone or whatever the case may be connected to that device so you as a parent still know where your kid is at it's essentially like the same concept so I just want to hear or know if somebody has been able to do that with their child and it's going well I would love to know because I'm really thinking about investing in something like that because why not why not it also it kind of introduces like I said the fact that I'm going to be one of those parents those moms that's like you can talk to me about anything. Like my daughter, she's going to know there's nothing that she can say or do that I probably haven't already done. Or I'm just, I'm a super down to earth person. So in parenting, I'm also very down to earth, like approachable. And I want her to know she can always come to me no matter what. I don't care how bad it is. Come to me, talk to me. I'm going to be fully involved. And so maybe perhaps this bracelet will allow her to understand mommy's always watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm always going to be like on it and see what she's doing, even if she tries to, you know, finesse. Because we all as kids, I feel like, try to finesse a little bit. It's just a safety precaution and just letting her know, like, one, you don't have to keep any secrets from me. You don't have to sneak around. You can come to me. We might be doing some of this shit together. No, I'm just kidding. No. Joking. But the point is, I just want her to know, like, always talk to me, always communicate with me, never feel like I'm going to judge you or judge her or let her know, like, you can come to your mom at all times. And so this will be kind of like an introductory to that if I can get started with it pretty young, letting her know, yeah, my mom is tracking me. And... (laughs) I'll probably never stop. (laughs) But on the flip side of that, actually, I was just discussing this with my mother. And Gigi is actually at camp right now um, for the summer. Camp costs are ridiculous through the roof. I mean, I know camp used to be kind of, you know, pricey. But now it's like it's no less than $350, $330 something a week. A week. So four weeks, 300, that's more than a car note. That's a mortgage rent is OD. So thank God for my village. 
they are helping out. Um, she's with her other side of the family, like her dad's side of the family, and she's at camp. And I was talking to my mom, like, I'm not used to this. Um, as I've discussed before, I usually have G with me. I do have that dual schedule. She's, she goes with her dad on the weekends. That's fine. But like extended periods of time that she's not with me, we're not doing our routine, our you know normal day-to-day, I feel like something's off. So I was really tripping at first, been tripping a little bit. Like, I miss my girl. I miss my baby. Um, when is she coming home? I'm like pressed to try and see her. My mom was like, whoa, whoa. Why don't you just rest or like do some stuff that you're not able to normally do and just like enjoy this time? Not saying like it's okay for me to just like party and yeah, she's gone. It's just like I'm usually like, damn, I wish I could have a little break or a little a little bit more time to sleep. And this is a time that I can do it. And she, so my mom was just reminding me kind of like, take advantage of this. Enjoy this. And she is 100% right. Um, I'm able to do some things I'm not normally able to do um, without having the normal routine of pickup, drop off, play dates, gymnastics, camp, school, after whatever the case may be, I can like pour into me and just do some some stuff on my to do list and not trip about missing her, anticipating when she's going to get home, just like enjoy this time that I'm not in mom mode seven days a week because it's rare. But you know, my mom's like, it's necessary. It's vital. Like rest, number one. And so if you're anybody like me, a parent like me, a mom like me, who's usually like, I don't like my kids to go anywhere for a long period of time. But when it happens, it's just like, it's not terrible. It's just an adjustment. I miss my daughter. But I also, I usually don't have this time to myself like that. And I, I like it like that because I do like her to be with me. I mean, I'm her parent, her, her mom. But if I get a little break during the summertime, you know what? My mom is 100% right. I'm going to make the best of it. And it's not the end of the world. And thank God I have a village. G has a village that supports and wants to be there and help out. So shout out to them. Shout out to you if you have a village or you have that time to yourself. I want to know, like, what do y'all do in your your free time as parents, as moms? What what do you do? And how did you get over the initial, like, my kid isn't here. I miss her. Something's missing. I just need that. I I need that encouragement a little bit because it took me a second. It's taking me a second to just, you know, get used to it. But it's not the end of the world. I'm here to just let other people know, other moms or parents know, if you're feeling like I'm feeling, if your kid has to go stay with their parent for the summer or has to go stay with somebody in the family for the summer, it really isn't the end of the world. We can we can get through it, y'all, because we're in the same boat. I'm talking to myself. I'm preaching to myself a little bit. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I just want to drop that little gem. Like, it's okay to take time for ourselves as parents. Sometimes there's that mom guilt of like something is missing, there's a void if she's not here. And it's really, I mean, as long as it's with somebody I trust, it's her family, it's going to be okay. And then she'll come back at the end of summer or whatever the case may be, and we get right back into the routine. And so getting this little break, this kind of intermission or whatever, it's it's kind of helpful. I need the rest. I'm usually like, I'm exhausted. I work all the time never stop. So when I don't have to do all the like 
day-to-day routine, it's actually refreshing. So just wanted to say that. The other thing is um, I was discussing with a friend and uh, a male friend. This is more towards like if you're dating or you're single or you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever the case may be. I was asking my friend, like, when are you going to get your own life with your significant other? And what that means in my mind, what I was asking is, okay, this person will be like, I can't go with my boo, my my whatever, my girlfriend, whatever, because I have to go to my grandmother's house every single Sunday. I have to go to my brother's game. I have to go to my mom's house. I have to go do this, this, and this. And I'm like, they're over 30 years old. This is not like, we're grown now. And so I feel like maybe after a certain point, and this is just my opinion and I'm sticking to it, that you kind of like create your own life, your own family, your own like new immediate family, and you have to start somewhere. And so when do you start saying like, nah, I got to create my own life, like get my own life. So if it means, yes, you have to go see your grandmother every single Sunday for whatever reason, or your mom, or you're this, you're that, whatever. Um, why is it that you can't incorporate or bring your loved one, your significant other? So I don't know. I just want to drop that little gem and say, I feel like that is so important to understand and know that, you know, you can still bring your significant other. You can still bring them. And you you can start incorporating that whole, like, I'm bringing my girlfriend, my boyfriend, or the person I'm interested in dating with me. Not saying y'all have to go every single place together. You really don't. You have to still remain an individual and come together as a team. So recognizing, I feel like, and this is just my, my mindset, you recognize your, your, your own person. But at the same time, also incorporating, like, this is my family. This is my new family. So at what point do you say, this is, this is it. Like, this is my new routine with the person I'm interested in or I'm with. Bring them with you. Unless there is a reason why you're constantly, like, or maybe you just, as a man, you need that time to yourself. If that's your way of just being like, like I need a, a few hours to myself, say that. Maybe you can't say that. I don't know. But men, single men, dating men, boyfriends, whatever the case may be, I want to kind of know when do you get your own life and when do you say like, no, nah, I can't, I don't have to go to my grandmother's house every single day, every single weekend um, and bring your significant other with you. Y'all are grown. So you can do it. You can, you can start being like, nah, I have my own life. No shade to anybody who does this. It's just, if you understand what I'm saying, you, you get what I'm saying. You know, when do you create your own life? Just want to drop that little tidbit as well. Um, and really quick, also, you know, I'm always about natural ingredients and natural just remedies or things that you can use for your teeth. I've talked about this teeth whitening, skincare, um, both internal or external and, um, you know, hair care, all that jazz. I have been an advocate and also been using rice water and like preaching and teaching people like rice water 
really works. It really, truly makes your hair grow. 110%, I promise you. I've been using it for years. And um, really quick, I went to cosmetology school in 2017 and 2018. So I know a little bit about hair care. And your hair is literally made of amino acids and protein. Um, And so rice water is like using, it's like water for your body. So, you know, we have to drink water every day or regularly. If you don't, I know for me, if I don't drink water, I'm starting to get a headache. I feel dehydrated. I feel, I don't feel as clear minded. I don't feel that good. I feel a little tired. But when I start drinking water, I'm like, oof, I feel refreshed. That's how I feel like rice water is for your hair because your hair is literally made up of proteins, amino acids, polypeptides, and a few other things. But when you put like rice water into your hair, which that is what it's made of, because rice water is rich in amino acids and protein, that's your like hair water. That's like it revitalizes your hair and then it genuinely makes your hair grow. I promise you I'm a testament. to I, I can testify to that. And so I just wanted to share this little, little healthy, natural, inexpensive hair treatment. It's a protein treatment, if you will. Um, Basically, I just go to the store and you probably already have it in your cabinet, your pantry. It's literally um, rice, which at the stores you can get really inexpensive. It doesn't have to be fancy brand. You can get the store brand or whatever the case may be. Rice, $5 or less, and water. That's it. That's all you need. That's all I use, at least. I know some other people may add some other like things, essential oils and stuff. I have found I can just make rice water and use this as a protein treatment, and it genuinely works. I've used it on my hair care clients, um, my beauty page, Margie's Beauty, M-A-R-J-I-E, beauty with two Ys at the end, um, has a tutorial of how I make my rice water. And I use it all the time and it just literally keeps my hair nice and lengthy and it really does work when you stay up on it regularly. Um, So I take a bag of water, uh, what bag of water? I take a bag of uh, rice. I don't use the whole bag, Um, a few scoops. And I like to rinse my water. Like uh, I like, why I keep saying this? I I like to rinse my rice, clean my rice. And so first I'll put the rice in a bowl And then I'll take some water, clean that off, dump that whole first round out. And then I'll take that rice, that clean rice, and put it into like a jar. Um, And then I'll fill it up with some more water. And then I just sit it to the side and I let it ferment. It has to ferment. So like let it sit and get rich in the, the protein from the rice And then I transition that jar of rice water that's been sitting for a few days. I let it ferment, let it sit. Um, And then I transition that to a a spray bottle so that I can do my rice water treatment. And it's a little bit easier than from a jar. So I just use that uh, spray bottle after I transition it. And it lasts so long um, because I usually make a big batch of it. And I do my treatment like that. So for example, I'll just take y'all through a little step-by-step. First, I like to wash my hair with a good cleanser. So I I use Trader Joe's Tea Tree Shampoo because it's really like gentle on my hair, but it's also strong and effective, if that makes sense. And I feel like it gets all the impurities out of my hair. 
the gel, the oils, all that stuff. And I do one good shampoo and then I put the rice water on because one thing I learned in hair school is you have to get, you know, you want an effective treatment. You want it to penetrate your hair shaft. Then you, you got to open the cuticle. So I like to wash one good, one good time with a good cleanser, good cleansing shampoo. And then I put the rice water treatment on. I spray my rice water treatment on and then I put a shower cap on and then I would like do some dishes, fold some clothes, cook some food, leave it on 30, 45 to an hour, 30, 45 minutes to an hour. And then I'll do a second shampoo, still only using two shampoos, um, doing only two shampoos, but the second shampoo, you know, I rinse it first and then I do another good cleanse make sure all the rice water is out because it can stink a little bit but that's how you know it's rich in amino acid and it's really effective if it smells a little funny um it's just what it is and then um I do my conditioner my deep conditioning I'll even do a, a deep conditioning treatment right after that leave on the conditioner I use Olaplex conditioner um number three or five really three through five is really good Olaplex conditioning shampoo and conditioner but for the conditioning piece, and then leave that on 15, 20 minutes and boom, I did my protein treatment, I did my moisturizing treatment, all that jazz. And so I just want to show y'all, this is my rice water right here. Everyone who's watching, because you know, I got a visual and an audio going on. Um, this is a jar of rice water and it's literally got the rice at the bottom. I just leave the rice in here. It's soaking up all that rich nutrients and then it's filled with water. If you can kind of see that. And then I transition it to the spray bottle, like I said, that you can get from any beauty supply store. Um, I got my spray bottle from Cosmetology School, still use it. Shout out Paul Mitchell. But yeah, I transition it to a spray bottle and just spray it on. Boom. And it lasts a long time. And it really works, y'all. It I swear by it. I, I promise you, rice water will make your hair grow. There's no doubt about it. You do it right, you do it regularly, your hair will grow, I promise. And if it doesn't, you can you can fuss me out because I don't know why. But it will do it will do exactly what you want it to do, which is um, get you some inches, get you some length if you do it properly. You know, so again, there's a little tutorial on my beauty page, Margie's Beauty with two Y's on Instagram. If you want to see like actual step by step of how I do it, um, but yeah, y'all, like the H ancient, what is it, Egyptians, Asians, Mayans, don't shoot. I don't know what culture it is, but they use rice water. They used to use rice, rice water as a hair treatment to get their hair strong and long. And I promise you, like, it's been around for a very long time. And even like certain um, hair care lines, like more specifically geared towards black people, black hair, African-American, mixed hair, extra curly hair, have incorporated rice water in their other products because I'm telling you, it really works. I promise you. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that little bit with you guys. Um, I, I talk about a lot of other skincare, teeth whitening, regimens, working out, staying in shape, Whatever the case may be for self-care that looks like for you, this is also a part of my self-care is my hair care. And again, keeping the costs kind of like low, this is already in my pantry, really inexpensive, but extremely effective. And I really want to encourage y'all ladies to use this for real. Moms, 
again, our budgets can be kind of like, whoa, but um, this is something that's really like easy to do and maintain and keep up with. And again, I can make a big jar or a big batch and it lasts quite a bit because even when I transition this to my uh, spray bottle, it, it still lasts a long time. Now, it depends on the density of your hair and the length of your hair. You may need to make more, but it genuinely does work. And I, again, I leave it on, do some other stuff around the house or do some stuff, you know, and then I can rinse it out. It's still doing two shampoos and a good deep conditioning treatment. And it's just an extra step. But if you want your hair to grow, why not? You know, why not? All right. So, I just wanted to keep it kind of short and sweet as usual. And, um, you know, thank you guys for listening, tuning in and supporting as always. And remember to like, subscribe and share, subscribe, subscribe to my Apple podcast, to Spotify, to YouTube. Let me know if you're using the tracker bracelet for your kids or if you're interested, let's connect. Let's discuss this and figure out if that's a good investment or if it's not. Um, And so... Until next time, y'all, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in um, and bye.